Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I am your host, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, and uh, it is Tuesday, the 19th of July, and it is half past 11 at night. And this week's podcast is going to be brought to you in sections that I am going to join up together then to create a larger podcast for your own ocular cavities to suck in my words into your brain and let them swim around in your subconscious and then you can draw in your own mind's eye an image or a series of images of what the fuck I am talking about. Um, That's entirely up to yourself now. You don't have to do that at all. Um, But I would recommend it. I would fucking recommend it, guys. Uh, It is 11.30 at night. I'm in the John Hume War Room. I've just come home from Cork where I was recording another podcast. I am starting another podcast with two comedians, Sinead Quinn and Chris Kent. A predominantly comedy podcast. Well, we're just well, that's what we we think anyway, and um, yeah. So we do some sketches and uh, we do some like fake ads, and then we just have kind of anecdotal riff raffy conversations, and it's all together a mighty crack all together. Um, and I, I'm just home from that. Before that, then I was in the Cork Arts Theatre t- this morning and into the early afternoon where I was rehearsing tomorrow's play um, in the Cork Arts Theatre. A Bird in the Hand is debuting tomorrow and it is so skeletal, it is not fucking funny. Um, I don't know if uh, you know how I got this gig. I'm doing four shows in the Cork Arts Theatre this week. Uh, Wednesday at lunchtime, Thursday at lunchtime, Friday evening and Saturday evening. And this is what this podcast is going to be about. It's going to be about the development of that particular show, how each gig went um, and my critical analysis of each uh, and every day, starting with today. So I I got up to the venue, right? First of all, the Cork Arts Theatre is just at the very edge of the city centre, just before you cross over uh, the, the Opera House Bridge. And um, it's on the right-hand side as you're uh, coming into the city. And uh, it's a 100-seater black box theatre. Um, so, it yeah, with tiered seatings. And the stage is about maybe four inches off the ground. And it is a fucking cool venue. There's a nice nest up on the top uh, left-hand corner with a sound desk and and whatnot. And the the, car, the, the guys from the car car theater got on to me. Um, they, Finn rang me as I was getting on a plane to come back to Ireland from Barcelona a couple of weeks ago. 
um, about 10 days ago and asked me, would I have any suggestions? They had someone fall through at late notice and I couldn't really think of anyone um, that would be able to commit to what they were looking for. And I actually was able to commit. So I suggested my work in progress show and she was delighted to take it on board. Um, but because of its very short notice, um, ticket sales were going to, are, are like they're not predicting massive ticket sales, even though they have been advertising it now for about a week. Um, but that suits me down to the fucking ground, guys, because when I told her I had the show written, I in fact had not the show written at all. I just had the concept of the show. And in fact, I still have uh, even, you know, I still have that concept fleshed out a little bit now. And I am debuting it tomorrow. The back end of it is pretty strong. It's my last, it's my 25 that I've been working on all this year. And I know that that is a real good club set and it meshes in perfectly with, um, you know, all types of environments. But it was always designed to be the closing section of my Edinburgh Fringe show for next year. So now I've got myself an opportunity to do four days in this absolutely cool epic theatre and um, I suppose kind of put more meat on the bones and get the start of it written. So I was in there today, um, met the guys, um, went through my tech. My tech is simple, like my tech is so easy. My tech is literally a microphone, um, a stool and a small table. And uh, then they said, yeah, you have the room for the day and uh, do what you want. So I, I was there for about two and a half hours and I ran through what I'm going to do. And then I kind of rewrote some small parts. I took my shoes and socks off. I fucking walked around there barefoot trying to get a feel for the place. Um, and I'm, I'm excited, but I'm also quite nervous because... You know, it's obviously, like this time next year, I'm hoping to be taking this show to the Fringe. Okay, that's the plan. Take it to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, bring it back to Ireland, and then tour it. Um, so between, so to have so, to, to be a year before I bring it to the Fringe, and to have it in its skeletal state is, is kind of, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary, um, because... I've never been this prepared for something before, uh, even though I'm not prepared. Like just to have, well, what I mean is by prepared is to have the concept, to have the beginning, the middle, and the end, and have a whole year to put jokes into it. So um, yeah, it's I'm I'm nervous because the the first twenty five minutes are all very very new, as in kind of like performed maybe once or twice on stage, ever, and. Um, that's daunting to be doing that in a theatre setting but I know there's going to be fuck all people at the show um, anyway and if you're if you and also if you're not feeling any bit of fear then are you fucking alive anyway do you know what I mean there always has to be a, a, a there always has to be a part in any process where you have to kind of step out into the unknown you know and hope that you fucking land sure footed so I'm prepared but underprepared, but that's fine. You're always going to be that little bit more underprepared when you're starting off. But I hope, in fact, I know that if I keep going with this trajectory and uh, I'm alive and well this time next year and circumstances allow me, I'll be in a much stronger place taking it to the fringe. 
So it's exciting. And I'm going to come back tomorrow and I'm going to tell you about how Wednesday went. This was Tuesday. Um, so yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace and love. Okie dokie. It is Wednesday, the 20th of July at six minutes past 3 p.m. I am in the John Hume War Room. I have just come back from Cork um, where I have debuted my my new show, A Bird, A Bide, A Bide in the Hand, hey? A Bide in the Hand in the Cork Arts Theatre and... Um, yeah, I, uh, what can I say? It was, it's gone, it's out, it's born, it's been born now. The show is now born. And that is what, that's probably the most important thing I can say. Six people watched the show in a hundred seater venue. Now, am I surprised that six people turned up? I am, I think that was about what I was expecting, to be quite honest. I was thinking a good crowd would be 10. Um, and anything below is what I would be, was expecting. Um, I would have been disappointed if it was under five. I know now some of you are listening to this and going, what the fuck? How are you making a living? It's, this is not about making a living. This is about making a living. This is about building something that I can take on the road in front of an audience that are just coming to see daytime theatre or just coming to see something. And... Um, they're not fans per se or they've never seen me or they've never seen me in the past and they're just coming to experience something so yeah i'm happy enough i'm 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 happy enough i'm just going i'm just trying to think of uh, i'm just trying to, i'm just checking here my instagram as i as i'm talking to you because it's like you know 44 minutes and 51 seconds is what i did 44 minutes and 51 seconds to six people um i slept reasonably well i got up this morning and I was trying to think, like I was trying to kill time and I was like, okay, will I just go to the gym? Will I go to the sauna? And I didn't want to do that for fear that it would take uh, take away some of the energy that is required. I just wanted to know how to deal with my energy. But I think tomorrow I think I will because I had too much energy before the show started and um, I was a little bit jittery. Uh, that's down to nerves as well. I mean, I literally put two segments of brand new material together for the first time in sequence and the audience i have to say now they weren't uh the best fucking audience in the world they're like first of all comedy is hard anyway you know when you have very few people there um but when you're spread out in an auditorium um that seats 100 people Laughing is contagious, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm not saying they weren't laughing. They did laugh and they did chuckle. But it wasn't an uproarious gig. But there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of mending and adding and subtracting to be done to the actual show itself. But all in all, I'm very happy that it's born. <laughs> that it's born. It's born now. Bird in the hand is out there. And I have a full year to kind of mould it and shape it before I take it to the fringe. Where I will be then you know, trying to make it bulletproof with the view to taking it on tour the following year, the, the following autumn. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, no, I'm very, very pleased. Um, I, As I said, I, I slept reasonably well. I got up then this morning and I was kind of 
fart arsing around the house here. What am I going to have a breakfast? Am I not going to have a breakfast? I'm intermittent fasting. What time is my fast finishing? My fast was finishing at 10. Then I had a black coffee at around half nine. And then, of course, I didn't want to eat then when I got to 10 because I just had a coffee. So then played a bit of FIFA. I need to go in and get a new control for FIFA now, now that I'm reminding myself of, of that right now. I played a bit of FIFA and then I drove up and... I was there too early. I was there about two hours before the show went on. And then the hunger got the best of me. And I ended up going to Burger King or Burger Land or Bur- yeah, Burger King. And uh, <laughs> I got the new fucking plant-based chicken royale meal. And my God, is it fucking delicious. It just tasted exactly like the, the meat version that I used to love about fucking five or six years ago when I was eating meat. Uh, and I had that with chips. That's what I. That's how I broke my fast. Extremely stupid way to break your fast. But um, as I said, the, the whole thing gave me Edinburgh Edinburgh Fringe vibes. I remember when I, when I did my own uh, show in the Fringe a couple of years ago called Family Guy. Um, I did a full run of it, and it was the show started at two o'clock in the day, and the start of your day is a real weird one. So I need. I need to figure out if I, if my show I need to figure out if my show in the fringe is on early. I need to figure out a pattern, a routine that I'm going to follow because otherwise there's a lot of aimless energy um around the place and it kind of detracts from it. Now I know I was also a little nervous because it was the very very first time I was doing the show and um I'm I'm do you know what I'm really hopeful for? I'm really hopeful that I know nobody that comes to the run. I've got three more shows there and I'm hoping that nobody I know or nobody that I know comes to the show because it's a work in progress. It's not there yet. Um and there's 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 gonna be a lot of what I'm talking about now cut and there's gonna be a lot of new bits added and that's the exciting thing about writing a show. Um but the fact that it's done now, the fact that the fact that it's born um it's just it's it's chiseling and and adding and chiseling and adding and chiseling and adding from here on in which is exciting so i wonder how tomorrow's going to go like tomorrow's another daytime show um thursday (laughs) as i was leaving the the staff were very apologetic like they were like i'm so sorry i was like lads i know there's going to be nobody at this show this show is only on sale since last week every other show has been on sale for six and eight weeks um I'm totally happy with that. If we can get anyone in at all, I'm delighted. This is a work in progress, a whip show for me, and I'm delighted just to have the opportunity. And in fairness, uh, they were like, oh, yeah, I'm coming in to watch it tomorrow. No, I'm coming in to watch it tomorrow. So, yeah, you know, it's it's it was lovely. It was lovely. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll come back to you tomorrow now, and I'll let you know how tomorrow goes. Um, but for now, it's uh, adios, amigos. Kimo uh, Sabi? Alright story guys, today is Thursday the 21st of July and um, I'm just going to take the edge off there, I'm just back from Cork, it is 3.31, I'm in the John Hume war room, the house is silent, my wife and kids are in Kerry, they're not back till tomorrow and uh, yeah yesterday after I left you I fell asleep on the fucking couch and it ruled, it ruined my diet because I woke up and I was like, all right, okay, if you don't go in and work out and go to the sauna tonight, you're going to break your routine and that is, that's not good. So I went straight in and 
I did a little jog on the treadmill and went into the sauna and then I came out and I was so hungry I would eat a nun's arse through a convent gate. I was famished when I came out. So then I went to the Kentucky and I got a large <laughs> a large fungi and a garlic chip and cheese, completely and utterly defeating, if not even defeating, annihilating uh, any sort of goodness that was done in the um in the sauna and on the treadmill but um yeah i came home mangled that and then i was up till about 11 o'clock sorry up till around 12 o'clock watching shit television and then i said all right okay you need to go to bed you've got another show tomorrow you want to improve on yesterday's show um and i was on tiktok till two o'clock in the morning lads fuck my phone in the asshole that's what i say That is nice. Anyway, I woke up this morning at about nine-ish, which is such a rarity. That's so early for me when I've when you've got kids. Like nine is like getting up at two o'clock of the day, which was which is what I used to do before I met Noel. And I got up, I had a shower, and I got myself organised, and I just headed off. And I got up to the I got up to Cork early enough. I was in Cork for around eleven o'clock, and then I went into the cat club, and. I did my whole set from start to finish and I changed the set design slightly um, because I really wanted to tighten up on yesterday's gig and I know today is only the second time I'm ever doing it but I am very familiar still with the, with all my material um, but like just producing it and putting it out to the world um, it it's not there yet so there's just loads to work on you know so I went and I did the whole thing to my um before the show went on then i went backstage with about 10 15 minutes to go and i was kind of messing around on my phone trying to take my mind off the gig so that you wouldn't get any kind of nerves bigger crowd today 12 people came in today and they were all punters as well and and just as i was going on stage as i was backstage maybe a minute or two before i went on stage i could hear my good friends laura omani and laura o'callaghan out in the audience and I'd be honest guys I was like fuck shit I don't want anyone to come to this I'm working this out this could be shit and I don't want anyone to see it while it's shit except for people who'll never see it again who don't know me that kind of way that was my mindset but then I had to I, I, I quickly dumped that Go and uh, realize that these are two very beautiful people who are coming here to support me and they are of course aware that it's a, a whip work in progress and um, will judge it accordingly so the fact that they were in the in the auditorium as well and I do the improvised pantomime with both these absolutely super talented people and you'll know Laura Manny she's on the podcast here she's been on the podcast a good few times and she's doing her own solo show in the Everyman in October and I'm supporting her there like and Laura O'Callaghan is the brains behind the improvised pantomime that we that we do in the Cork Opera House um, every Christmas so I mean two comedy stalwarts really like you know <laughs> for fuck's sake and they're there watching my whip and um but what it did was it focused my mind in a way that needed to be focused today um really 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 needed to be focused in a way that i may not have focused upon 
had they not been there. So thank you, Lauras, for coming to my show and supporting the show. And I felt that today it was definitely moving along nicer and it was a lot tighter than than yesterday. But look, I know myself when this show is ready to go on tour um in my own head it's going to be it's it's got to be bulletproof it's got to be ready for every type of room and um yeah there was a there was a, um, it was much easier to perform it today as well like the capacity is 100 there was 12 people there today right now that's like you're probably thinking that's ridiculously low like but this is at like one o'clock in the middle of a thursday people uh you know people in the arts generally came come to stuff like this and like laura omani is um she's a comedian and an actor she's uh, does the breakfast radio show on on uh, red fm laura callahan is the producer for 96 fm the breakfast show there and um uh then i was talking to people in the audience who are writers so you know it, it's, it's more it's probably more an arty crowd that are kind of coming to this kind of th- these kind of things and um i think it's nice to have like i i have to say i've never gone to any daytime theater and Whoa, is the pity because I, I it, it might be something it, it is something that I'm going to try and do more of because like it's a, a fantastic way of workshopping a show but it's also just a great thing to do for society to have art have live art available and I'm not fucking saying I'm my my stuff is art now I'm just saying in general art inverted commas to have it available so freely we take it for fucking granted if you're in communist Russia now Although they're not really communists anymore, are they? They're more just kind of dictatorish. Um, if you're living over there, there's very, um, or in China, or if you're in these like super strict countries where freedom of expression and art and and all this kind of stuff is suppressed, you know, it it, it must be a very dull existence. It has to be a very dull existence. So I'm grateful and. I love that the, the Lauras came, and I love that there was ten other people who I didn't know. That's what's that, that's what was really pleasing for me today. There was ten people there today that I just don't know who they were, and they came, and it was well received. I felt it was well received, uh, and I went the show when the show finished. I went backstage for about a minute, minute and a half. Uh, just to gather myself and then I was like okay I'm going to go out to the Laura's now and talk to them but they had to go back to Laura to go back to work and Laura oh man to go back to her kids so uh, I they weren't there but there were still some people lingering in the foyer and I got chatting to them and they were very complimentary and um, you know f- found it you know amusing and interesting and engaging and uh, their words not mine but then again i could be just making those words up and you could be saying right he's just making those words up there's no way of us actually verifying what he's saying here go on we'll fucking we'll take his word for it but then um i whatsapped both the lauras to say thank you for coming and they both came back very complimentary as well and i have to say a little bit of feedback a little bit of positive feedback there's nothing like even if it's you know even if it is shit right and and people are are, are saying oh it's great it's very good you know what i mean and not meaning it you know it's better than saying it's shit to someone do you know what i mean like no it's not shit and i i, I do think that um yeah the feedback was good and honest uh particularly from the from the lauras who would be well within the know and uh yeah i'm enthused now i'm enthused for it and uh tomorrow i've got two shows double show tomorrow we've got a daytime show and then the beginning of the nighttime shows so the podcast is going to finish tomorrow 
tomorrow around this time um, and then the nighttime shows is going to be a patron only uh, exclusive uh, podcast and that's you know you're going to find out um, the patrons are going to find out how it all wraps up what are the nighttime shows compared to the daytime shows the thing I will say about the daytime shows is you know the audience are not encumbered with any type of alcohol you know there's no inebriation going on everyone is very sober <laughs> and um and stand-up usually is performed um in arenas and venues where alcohol is quite prev- prevalent so it was interesting today and very pleasing to hear laughter when there is no <laughs> no alcohol i think that is that's uh, that's the thing that's that that's most pleasing uh, about today's show, and again, I'm just loving the challenge of having a black box theater space to workshop out my my new show. I just feel fucking grateful, so grateful, and um, yeah, I'm going to leave it on that, guys. Tomorrow is a tomorrow is the last episode of the uh, of the the, the the podcast, and it's gonna yeah, we'll see where we'll, we'll see where it takes us. It's wrapping up the daytime shows, and it's. Uh, Yeah, I hope it's like today, because today was a good day. Today was a great day. Peace. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday, the 22nd of July, and I am in the John Hume War Room. It is 14 minutes past 15 o'clock. That's almost quarter past three for those of you who are not familiar with that time structure. Sometimes the 24-hour clock makes me think <laughs> i'm like 22 what's that fuck what's 22 again shit or uh, uh, 10 is it or is it eight no it's not that's eight that's 20 but um yes i have um i've just come back from doing the third run of a bird in the hand in the cork arts theater and yeah today was great as well it started off this, the first gig started off weird. I think it was like six people. We had 12 yesterday. And today, we had 18. <laughs> so that was great. And there were some familiar faces as well in the crowd. Uh, friends of mine from Mallow came to the show, Gaz and Nell. Nell is one of the patrons um, on the show. So thank you so much for those two legends driving all the way up from Mallow. I didn't realize they were there till I came out on stage. And uh, yeah, I ripped into the two of them fine and hard. <laughs> they got a bit of slagging. Um, and they were they were great. They took it in good spirits. It was great crack. Then we had David Duff and Zara Duff from fucking Sweden. Sweden. No, they didn't travel all all the way to the show from Sweden. They were over here on holidays. Uh, and then they came. So I was just absolutely delighted to talk to them. Duff is a friend of mine for years, Dave. For years and years and years and years and years. Uh, he used to do comedy with him back in the day. And now he's working on wind turbines in Sweden with his beautiful and engaging and delightful wife, Zara. Um yeah, and then Ronan as well, Ronan Leonard, Roman Leonard, uh, a comedian in, in Cork, came to the gig as well. And um, yeah, I really just really appreciate it, I really appreciate it. And the rest of the lads, I hadn't a clue the rest of them were. There was 18 at the show and it was a great show again today. Well, I'm not going to say it was a great show, it's a work in progress, but it was for me, It wa- I, was, I was particularly pleased with the structure. Um, there, are a, there are a lot of... There are a lot of things I need to fix with it. It's becoming more apparent as I go along. But structure, it has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. 
and it has a it has a narrative and i'm extremely happy with with the way it with, with that because that's the hardest part to get going is to get the narrative and have a beginning a beginning a middle and an end and to have a theme as well so it has all those things it has a theme uh it has a a narrative and it has a uh, has a decent structure so but there are parts that are lagging there are parts that need to be chopped out and replaced um there are parts that need to be more punchy um there are probably parts that i really really like but don't fit this particular show and i might have to take out and replace but these are all small things that will that i will be doing over the next 12 months to try and um to try and turn it into um, a really good show for the fringe that's that's my aim i, I want to take a, a show to the fringe next year that i'm super proud of and then bring it back to ireland and tour with it um that's that's what my goal is now and i'm 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 super delighted to have that fucking plan in place because as a comedian when you're well for me i can only speak for myself being a comedian sometimes it can be a very kind of a haphazard life and structure is quite difficult to find within it you know and um sometimes i get bogged down then with running my clubs as well and not and not looking after my own not to sound wanky but artistic endeavors so this uh, so it's a fine line and yeah i'm just i'm just pleased i'm just pleased and you know what guys i'm fucking grateful so grateful to be able to do it gratitude is an attitude that uh you know has to be worked upon incessantly and i am bloody gr- so grateful like i did something today now that i wouldn't that i would never have done in the past and i just I was getting i was getting um diet coke bala diet coke and i went into a shop and i saw some cards and i bought a thank you card and then i saw some buns and i bought like six buns and i wrote a thank you card just to the staff that had been helping me out inside in the, the theater because i know that some of them aren't going to be going to be around tomorrow and um because it's the weekend and there might be a, a staff a staff change but these guys have been just so nice to me since they've come in the door you know they could not have been more nice nothing is a problem always with a smile always encouraging even on the first day when there was only six people at the show three of the staff sat in to watch the show to bulk the numbers up and they were like afterwards they were like jesus it's a great show now fuck it i hope you get i hope you get bigger numbers now because like and i'm like lads i'm fucking delighted i'm actually delighted with this i just give it's given me an up so like fucking hell like it's just it's nice to be nice those guys were being so nice to me and then i just brought them in the buns anyway and uh i could just tell that they fucking they were bun lovers and uh yeah so it just and then it just put me in a good mood and then it put them in a good mood and then we were all in a good mood and then 18 people turned up to the show then um which i'm just i'm just really flabbergasted that 18 people turned up to a show that's only been on sale uh slightly over a week and um it's super encouraging it's super encouraging and like i don't know um like like i definitely think yesterday the people left really really happy and i th- i think today i got a, a, a similar vibe um so what i am expecting right is um i'm expecting a bad show right and you're probably saying don't expect a bad show cornelius so uh, well i'm expecting there to be um, uh, you know this evening might might be a challenge now because my energy is like i put all my energy into the show and i feel zapped right now and like for example the last two days i'll come home i'll do the podcast i'll make something to eat and i lie on the couch and i fall asleep i don't wake up till seven o'clock i did that last night i woke up at seven o'clock and um 
I hurt my fucking leg as well. I'm limping. I don't know what's wrong with it. I hurt it watering my potatoes. Like, Jesus Christ almighty. How Irish can you get, like? How'd you hurt your leg? I was watering my potatoes. Like, that is about as Irish as you can get. My potato patch is, um, is in... Is struggling in this heat, so I'm trying to help it with a bit of fresh water every day, and I bought some feed for it. And whatever way, whatever move I made yesterday, I fucking did something to my tie slash knee, and uh, yeah, so I'm impeded with that. And then I have the show tonight, and I just don't know. I like, I feel tired now. I don't know how it will go. It's interesting to me how tonight will go. Um, that's this week's podcast. Oh, this week's podcast ends now. But uh, next week's, or, but I am doing, I'm going to continue this podcast for the patrons. So you're going to hear all about tonight and tomorrow on the patr- on a patron exclusive. Um, but for uh, everybody else, uh, that's the end of um, the podcast this week, guys. And I will say, um, yeah, an interesting kind of a day-by-day diary into how my brand new show um is has been born and in its early and in its it's like a baby now it's like in its early days i just need to keep it alive now and put it on my tit and let it suck out the energy and the creativity and uh whatever else is inside my tits and um grow and fucking become stronger and become funnier and become more poignant and become more real and become the best it can be and that's what i want for it i want it to be fucking brilliant and i want people to come away going oh my god that was a great laugh but also it was really emotional and it was really engaging and um that's what i'm going for that's what i'm going for i'm not going for laugh 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 because that can be exhausting as well it can be super exhausting but i'm going for i'm going for like regular laughter but i'm going for narrative arc storyline emotions reality and uh yeah i just wonder how tonight's show is going to go now because i am fairly wiped like and um yeah it'll be four four shows now in three days but we'll see we'll see we'll see um but listen i just want to say also thank you to carl for glenmeyer carl sent me an email going uh Hi Cornelius, I love the podcast. This week's one was particularly good. I think my favourites are when it is just you talking shite. Well, thanks a million, Cahill, for that email. And I will say um, that you heard a lot of shite being talked this week. So you you definitely like this. You will definitely like this week's episode, Cahill. And thanks for shouting, uh, shouting out um, or sending me an email. Um, yeah, I, I'll go, guys. Um, yeah, I will go. And uh, what will I say? Oh, yeah, just... Uh, review rate subscribe all that kind of stuff follow me on social media tell all your friends how great i am buy some t-shirts i don't have any t-shirts buy them anyway go out and fucking make your own cornelius patrick o'sullivan t-shirts i'll buy a few off you actually fucking how much do you want from yeah what how much tenner i'll give you yeah no problem i'll give you tenner do you want more you want 20 i'll give you 20 anyway guys i'm just buying t-shirts off you know at this stage of the races um thanks for all the support thanks to everyone who came to the show this week if you're interested in to, to know how uh, tonight and tomorrow is going to go um, and you want to support me a little bit further you can find um you can find all that on my patreon page and there's a link in the description for that uh, until next week guys stay in by the wall and i love you all